minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Hashem. 
and all through history. It's been so plain for all to see. Open your eyes, you'll realize Masech Hashem. Now wake up, Yisrael. Look around and you'll see. This vast eternal plan, it's for us, can you see? And though we feel this pain, that special day is almost here. You are a Jew, it's all for you. Masech Be ma se be ma se yo dei nu brahmo 
Kumono,
J.M. and the A.M. with the Chuppah selection done by uh, Simcha Jacoby here at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, the uh, Mutti Eiser brand new one, Hayom Hazeh. Arala Salmon and Shlomi Gertner together, also brand new with Moda Ani. Lipa had the overtime medley. Colt Sahala, that's Ellie Marcus off his brand new album. Mayor Sherman, Masacha Hashem, our Monday morning theme song. And of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday on this fifth day of June, day number 16 in the month of Sivan. The year is 5783, Tavshin Pei Gimel. Big thank you to those who showed up to yesterday's Celebrate Israel Parade. The thousands, the ten thousands, hundreds of thousands, I hope that's accurate, uh, that were on the street at uh, Fifth Avenue in New York City. Uh, and enjoying an amazing uh, get-together to celebrate Israel for the 75th anniversary of the State of Israel. It was great to broadcast from there. We had an amazing time, and I uh, thank those of you who were tuned in around the world and were commenting on the app and on Facebook and so many different varieties of methods as you were tuned in to the show. And a big thank you to JCRC of New York uh, and, of course, the UJA Federation. Our thanks to the Rothenberg Law Firm at InjuryLawyer.com for presenting our entire uh, our entire broadcast, and um, a big thank you to our friends at Edenwa Kosher in Midtown on 34th Street for their delicious lunch at the corner of 65th, uh, yes, yeah, well, between 64th and 65th on 5th Avenue, and I hope everybody had an opportunity before you left Manhattan to go and uh, enjoy some of the delicious food that Kosher in Midtown slash Edenwalk has on East 34th Street in New York City. So it was quite a day yesterday as we celebrated Israel uh, I hope that everybody uh, recommits and makes sure to uh, be at the parade every single year. Can't guarantee you decent weather like we had yesterday, but uh, it was certainly an amazing day to come on out and to enjoy uh, a fantastic afternoon in Manhattan. And uh, again, to the organizers and everybody who made sure to keep the parade as smooth running as possible and as safe as possible, including our friends at the NYPD and Hatsala, a big thank you. And uh, thank God, uh, I believe I could say on behalf of everybody who was there yesterday, uh, we all had an amazing time and a, uh, a fantastic um, a get-together in New York City. Uh, those of you who haven't seen the broadcast with me and Miriam Al-Wallach and uh, Yoni and ZK and uh, Sam and Mayor Cruder and the entire team, uh, you could certainly catch it uh, on our YouTube channel and uh, seek out the specific part where we... Uh, Shout it out to your school or organization, uh, or maybe to you as an individual, and um, and uh, it, it really enjoy the experience as we described it, as we saw it and described it yesterday in New York City. Plenty coming up today, including Shlomo Klein is going to join us in studio. Kosher Palooza is happening before the month of June ends. 
In fact, it'll be the final Wednesday of June when Kosher Palooza takes place. Today, we got a chance to explore with Shlomo Klein face-to-face in studio what Kosher Palooza is all about. Plus, plenty more. After all, it's a Monday as we head back to school and back to work right here at JM in the AM. Shine towards me. What I thought I saw was not really that so beautiful, and nothing can compare. We fought so hard to get it while I sit here and neglect it. It's so beautiful, but I couldn't see it yet. You see me running, oh, running back to you. On going for like the leaf that was blowing in the wind. But the signs kept on showing and the light kept on glowing till the end.
In a village near our home Works a carpenter alone He's been carving wood for years Standards, shelves and chairs Daily buyers come and go But there's one thing they don't know He stood so far away While waiting for a special day dream a vision deep within his heart that he'll rebuild the base of Mikdash part by part doing mitzvahs adding precious stones our dream our palace Yerushalayim our home yes there's a dream a vision deep within his heart that he'll rebuild the base part by part doing mitzvahs adding precious stones Yerushalayim our own in a crumbling little home lives a fiddler all alone his inheritance so dear for many ancient years It's this instrument he holds His great-grandfather he stole 
would hurry off each day to the courtyards of Hashem to play. There is a dream, a vision deep within his heart that he'll rebuild the base of Mikdash part by part, doing mitzvahs, adding precious stones. Our dream, our palace, Yerushalayim, our home. Yes, there's a dream, a vision deep within his heart that he'll rebuild the base of Mikdash part by part, doing a mitzvah, adding precious stones. Yerushalayim, our home. On a mountain, on a stone, sits Moshiach all alone, suffering for years, from all our sins he bears, while so painfully he cries, prayers piercing through the skies, is pleading to Hashem to take us all back home Precious stones, our dream, our palace, Yerushalayim, our home. Yes, there's a dream, a vision deep within his heart that will rebuild the base of Mikdash part by part, doing mitzvahs, adding precious stones. Our dream, our palace, Yerushalayim. Our home. Yes, there's a dream, a vision deep within his heart that will rebuild the base of Mikdash part by part, doing a mitzvah, adding precious stones. Yerushalayim, our home.
It's a piece of the Live in Jerusalem volume number three done by Eitan Katz, the Visamachta selection. Yerushalayim, Our Home is the uh, brand new single, the cover from uh, Shmuel Younger. Yaakov Singer had call on his Shama. You heard Shomer Yisrael from Isaac and Rubenstein who are joining us tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Running back to you, our friends in Waterbury with that selection to open up that set here at JM in the AM. Monday morning, we're heading back to school and back to work, and thanks so much for joining us. Mazal Tov to all the graduates out there. Lots of graduations happening over the next week or two. Month of June is for dads and grads, and we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Plus a big wedding season to all the Hussins and Kalas out there, Mazal Tov. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday is next. We say Boker 2 from JM and the AM. גליצה לשעה שתיים, צהריים טובים באולפן גוני כהן עם מה שקורה עכשיו. עבריין מין משוחרר זוכה מאונס של אישה בת 82, כי לא הוכח שהביעה התנגדות, מדווח כתבנו הדר גיציס. החלטת בית המשפט נוגעת לאדל היי, תושב הצפון, עבריין מין סדרתי שנאשם באונס ניצולת שואה בת 82. על פי כתב האישום הוא אנס את המתלוננת על אף שהיה תחת פיקוח של שירות בתי הסוהר, בעקבות שחרורו מעונש מאסר אחר על אונס של אישה בת 70, אבל בפסק הדין הבוקר טענו השופטים שהפרקליטות לא הוכיחה שהקשישה התנגדה למעשיו, ועל כן הוחלט לזכות אותו מהאישום החמור, חרף הראיות שהושגו. כך מתברר שהנאשם עשוי להשתחרר לביתו כבר בימים הקרובים, לנוכח ההחלטה. בצל היממה הקטלנית במגזר הערבי, השר לביטחון לאומי בן גביר הודיע שימנה בשבועות הקרובים ממונה מיוחד לטיפול בפשיעה בחברה הערבית. ובמקביל ראש הממשלה ייפגש הערב עם חברי הכנסת הערביים כדי לדון באלימות הגוברת עם הפרטים, כתבנו אדם פראג'. ההחלטה באה ברקע העלייה במספר נרצחים, זאת לאחר התייעצות של השר בן גביר עם המפכ"ל שבתאי. בימים הקרובים השר יבחן וימנה נציג מתאים. מתחילת השנה נרצחו 90 אזרחים בחברה הערבית. לעומת 34 בתקופה המקבילה אשתקד. ראשי הרשויות הערביות נפגשו לפני זמן קצר עם מנכ"ל משרד ראש הממשלה יוסי שלי, ובערב חברי הכנסת הערביים צפויים להיפגש עם ראש הממשלה כדי לדון בתופעה. בתום דיונים במערכת הביטחון, ישראל החזירה למצרים את גופת החייל המצרי מוחמד סלאח, בן 22 מקהיר, שביצע את פיגוע הרצח בשבת. סלאח שירת במשמר הגבול המצרי, שמו לא פורסם רשמית, אלא הודלף ברשתות החברתיות למרות מאמץ של הצבא למנוע את פרסומו. בעמוד הפייסבוק שלו אין עדויות כי אימץ אורח חיים דתי, ואין סימן להקצנה או שיוך פוליטי או ארגוני כלשהו. ידיעה שריכזו כתבינו ג'קי חוגי ודור... שגרירות איראן בערב הסעודית צפויה להיפתח מחר אחרי שבע שנים, כך על פי דיווח של מקור דיפלומטי לסוכנות הידיעות הצרפתית AFP. על פי הגורם מהמערכת הדיפלומטית בריאד, השגרירות תיפתח מחר בשעה שש בערב בשעון המקומי, בנוכחות עלי רזן יאטי, שמונה לתפקיד השגריר. כתבת חדשות החוץ שחר קנוטובסקי מציינת כי בשנת 2016 ניצקה ערב הסעודית את יחסיה עם איראן, אחרי ששגרירות ריאד בטהרן הותקפה במהלך הפגנות. שוטר מואשם בתקיפת נהג רכב בעת שביקש לרשום לו דוח על נהיגה לא זהירה, לכאורה, מדווח כתבנו קובי מנדל. שוטר הסיור אדם מוטמן מואשם בתקיפת נהג רכב שנהג על פי חשד השוטר בחוסר זהירות. הוא ביקש לרשום לו דוח ובין השניים החל דין ודברים, במהלכו הנהג גידף וקילל את השוטר. זה מצידו הגיב במכות נמרצות לנהג, עד כי נגרמו לו חבלות משמעותיות ונזק נפשי. ניכר. כחודשיים לאחר האירוע, הנהג מצא את מותו בתאונת דרכים. 
המחלקה לחקירות שוטרים מאשימה את השוטר בתקיפה הגורמת לחבלה של ממש. מזג האוויר רגיל העונה, אלה החדשות.
היד מונפת לשלום, אימא עצובה פתאום, נראה כאילו היא שומרת סוד. ושם בשער המנזר, בתוך עולם שונה וזר, אולי עכשיו יצליח בנה לשרוד. בין הצללים נפרסו זרועות, אמו נפרדת ומוחה דמעות, תפילה על השפתיים כבנשמה, יקר כל כך מחיר המלחמה. שמה, שמה ישראל, יש רק אחד משגיח מעט. בזמן עצבות, בזמן שמחה, יבקש לשמוע את קולך, השם אלוקינו, השם אחד. ועוד שנה חלפה הלכה, הרחק מסבל, משנאה, ובעולם הייתה רעה רבה. הם התאמצו להצילו, אמונתם אינה שלו, האם יזכור הכת מאין בא? ביקש לו להרפות. בודד היה ומעטות שנותיו. זכרון מילדות ובית הלך והתרחב. למי אתה כל לילה מתפלל? Israel, there is only one 
משכיח מעט. בזמן עצבות, בזמן שמחה, מבקש לשמוע את קולך. השם אלוקינו, השם אחד. J.M. in the A.M. with Yaakov Shweki. Shmai Yisrael, the name of that one. Ruli Dickman had the leave note by it. Kobe Brummer opened up the hour, and you're listening to J.M. in the A.M. on a Monday morning broadcast, heading back to school and back to work. 5th of June, 16th of Sivan. Good morning, everybody. It's a, uh, a month of dads and grads, and I would add a month of grilling with our friends from A&H, after all. It's now the month of June. You know what that means. In this part of the world, summer has arrived. Well, maybe not officially, but you get my point. <laughs> and it may not have felt so yesterday, <laughs> but, but soon enough it will feel so. <laughs> and make sure to fire up the grill and enjoy some of the delicious A&H products, including all the varieties of hot dogs and their delicious knockwurst and sausage. Those are the things that we're recommending to toss onto a hot dog bun and to, to really enjoy during this grilling season. A&H offers you a 10% discount with promo code radio when you go to kosherdogs.net. All we keep saying, and uh, we can't say it enough, try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Simple as that. Again, kosherdogs.net, promo code radio with uh, your 10% uh, discount. All right? Simple as that. Um, let's see here. What do we have here? Oh, this is the uh, Modim selection from um, Shulam Lemmer from the Kiddush Hashem album as you listen to JM in the AM. By the way, before we get to the song, remember our good friend Shlomo Klein, Fleischik's Magazine, and the head of Kosher Palooza joins us in the second half of the 7 o'clock hour right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with Shim Kramer. That one's called Sameach here on a Monday morning broadcast. Modem was from Shulam Lemmer. My name is Nachum Siegel. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. I got to give a special shout-out to uh, my friend Robbie Zeitz. Yesterday when we uh, started the broadcasting from the uh, parade and we started our broadcast from Fifth Avenue, um... Robbie stopped his uh, golf cart and handed us handed us the most incredibly looking and incredibly delicious. I can attest to the fact uh, once the end of the day was here, I can attest to the fact how incredibly delicious it was a uh, a delicious charcuterie board from R and Z. I kept referring to them as R and G. R and Z kosher smoked meats. Go to koshersmokedmeats.com. again. Koshersmokedmeats.com and check out what Robbie and his staff have to offer. And we thank them very very much. Uh, for um, really uh, providing a delicious lunch for so many yesterday at the parade. And a, and our scheduled lunch, a big thank you to our friends at Eden Walk and Kosher in Midtown. That was our scheduled lunch, which was also delicious and incredible. Uh, thanks to Kevin and his entire staff for sending that over and making sure that we had what we needed to uh, continue broadcasting with all the treats uh, that they provided. So that's a big, big thank you to Kevin Conan and the staff at Eden Walk and uh, Kosher in Midtown from all of us here at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. And those of you who missed the show yesterday from the parade, check out our YouTube channel and enjoy the uh, presentation from yesterday on Fifth Avenue. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn, Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rab, autumn span from one end of the world to the other. Rebbe Lazar says the height of Adam Arishon was from the ground until the Rakia. When Adam sinned, Hashem placed his hand on him and diminished him. Reb Chaim Shmuel says this does not specifically refer to height, but rather to his kochos, his power, his perception. The whole world was in his musag. His reach was not confined until he sinned. Then Hashem put a limitation on his kochos. We understand that a person has a great deal of power, much greater than our own perception. A man can exceed what he perceives are his limitations. Like we see, it says in Shmos, that Basia went, she reached out, to bring Moshe Rabbeinu in from the water. The Gemara tells us 
that her hand extended many cubits. It's unnecessary to say that afterwards another miracle happened and her hand had returned to the way it was before. We understand how far it was from her hand to the Teva where Moshe Rabbeinu was. The daughter of Paru did not stop and think that she might not be able to reach it. She extended all of her kochos to save the child in the water. She gathered her courage and her strength and stretched out her hand. Batya did not look for exemptions, answers that would have exempted her from saving the child. She did a misa. It seems to be irrational. A misa that seems to be beyond the capabilities of a human being. Why? because she wanted to save the child, and a miracle happened. A person has much more kochos, much more power, than we think that we do. In fact, experts in the medical field argue that within the lifetime of a person, we use only one-tenth of our brain cells. There are few people who see their real potential and try to go beyond their self-imposed limitations. Furthermore, a person shouldn't say, how could I reach to the level of the great people that Sadiqim and the Noshim Tzidkonios that lived before us? Everything depends on our Ratzon, our will, on our heart and our thoughts. It is dependent on our sense of urgency to accomplish an Aliyah, an upward stride in Torah and Mitzvos. If we have the fire inside, to light that power and that strength, then we are able to accomplish far beyond what we thought were our limitations. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
JM and the AM is live in Jerusalem, volume number three with Eitan Katz. That is the Chabad Nigun. And before that, Sama Lecha Nafshi here at JM in the AM. And uh, we have been mentioning that uh, we have a special guest coming into our studio to talk about a major event that is happening at the end of June. And that special guest is Shlomo Klein. You know uh, Schiffer and Shlomo Klein from Fleischig's Magazine and most recently from their Milchik's issue, which we'll talk about in a moment. And um, when I invited Shlomo in to just, you know, kick things off and get this audience into what's happening on the 28th of June, he said 100%. And he is here in our Manhattan studio at JM in the AM with a lot of gifts, 
A lot of things that we're going to be talking about. And then, of course, we'll get into details about what is being called Kosher Palooza. That's right, Kosher Palooza. A play on some of the great festival names out there. We get to celebrate kosher food both as uh, professionals in the kosher food industry and as consumers in the kosher food industry on the 28th of June in New Jersey. Details, of course, all through the morning right here at JM in the AM. Shlomo Klein, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. It's a pleasure to be here. It's honestly, it's such a... I'm I'm, re- I'm just I'm excited. I walked in. It's been a while. <laughs> new gig, so new 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 new, every, digs. new everything. New, new digs, digs, new digs, new everything. It's it's just uh it's really nice to be back. I mentioned during the parade broadcast yesterday that I think you're in the top 10 of favorite guests to have here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Oh, wow, I'm honored. I said it's certainly among the favorites. I said I'm not sure he breaks into the top 10, but I think it's very, very close because you always bring uh, interesting items, a whole bunch of uh, pieces uh-huh, there's of... There's a reason. Yeah, not just gifts, but I'm saying you bring us a lot of uh, pieces of interesting news from the world of kosher food. And it seems you're always on the cutting edge of a cutting edge of what's innovative out there, what we should expect. Uh, for instance, this summer, and I'm sure you're already expecting and thinking about uh, Rosh Hashanah Sukkot season, etc., etc., etc. And there's a lot to discuss this morning. So I'm going to go in no particular. We're going to get to Kosher Palooza, believe you me. But I have a bunch of stuff here. First of all, I want to remind everybody symbolically, symbolically, it was your mug yes. that, that was one of the. Uh, most significant that was in one of the most significant photos from the terrible fire that happened right here in this room. Yeah, and that was, I was trying to dig a new one up, <laughs> a new mug. <laughs> I, I looked in the garage. That's why I came with the other uh, with the new swag. edition of the mug. <laughs> but that was a great mug. Even the mug was uh, the, the the slogan. Do you remember the slogan on it? I don't remember. It was a Flashix mug. It was for right. the other side of the cow. The other side of the cow. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. So that was uh, that was part of the uh, the photo gallery of what had gone on here. Uh, on here, and uh, now today we'll have uh, some nice things to include in the new photo gallery. That's all about the future and brightness. You see how bright our lights are. You see how beautiful our sign is that overlooks Grand Street. I'm sure you saw it as you were driving up. I definitely did from the window. So we have we are renewed here, Baruch Hashem, and we get an opportunity to invite guests like yourself and others into our brand new studio here at JMNAM. As I mentioned the Milchik, first of all, I mean, again, you're here now for a while. I don't know the next time you'll be with us live in person as opposed uh, to via telephones. Let me take advantage. I mean, you and Shifra, you you sit late at night wondering about, uh, you know, the, the upcoming issues of the magazine. Who decides how to spell Milchik's and Flachik's. <laughs> Who decides on the proper... Oh, that's, that's a good and, question. And the truth is on the Milchik's one, which I'm holding Milchik's in front of easy. me. How else yeah. would you spell it? M-I-L-C-H-I. But the only thing I was thinking is instead of the G, maybe you'd have a K, especially with the milk. That's the Milchik and the right. Flachik. Right. So I don't know who in the community... I see, I don't know what they do in Crown Heights, <laughs> but there are a mix here in New York City, in Manhattan. There are a mix of people. Some would pronounce it Milchik's and some would pronounce it Milchik's. So you would get away with either one, but you felt the G is the way to go the truth is i didn't feel one way or another <laughs> Listen, and how many years have had a milk uh, issue and it's always shvuis right okay so basically for, we are around this is our fifth year 
Uh, the first year we went with a baking issue. We weren't sure that people were ready yet for milkshakes. Right. Like a yunta baking issue. Yeah, it was a, right. a full-on baking issue, and you could basically replace everything was, um, that, that was part of could be made milkshake also. Right. And then we said, you know what, people are ready for it. Let's go once a year. And you should know, we get a lot of kickback. There are people that they are They want to see a Flaishik's magazine. The people that are really right. into the Flaishik's, they right. get upset that there's milk. Well, Even once a year. No secret, I'm more inclined to look at the Flaishik one than the Milchik one, but all okay. right. But, but certainly Arab Shavuos, I'm going to drift over to the Milchik one. It's definitely you a refreshing know, You want to see some of the pictures of the delicious cheesecakes, you know. Well, and we really try to really change it up and make it more interesting. Uh, this this Milchik's issue with our Italy travel right. just kind of... By the way, are those Rome restaurants, are, are they reopened after COVID? Like, cause when Everywhere we, we went was reopened. We were there two weeks before Pesach. So that square that everyone's familiar with near the, the old, right, the ghetto near the old shul, everything's basically like it was pre-COVID? I'm not going to say it was like it was pre-COVID. Oh, were there six, there. seven places open? Oh, yeah. No, they, they were, they're all open. Everything's open. Wow. And Including the ones in that alleyway to the left? That That's <laughs> all there. It's all there. I don't know how they survived. I don't know how they survived. They're so dependent on tourism, and it must have been a ghost town there during COVID. And Europe, as you know, is much less reluctant to open up anything, including restaurants, than even we were here in the U.S. It's very interesting. I don't know how they survived, but I will say that the tourism there is crazy. I didn't expect it. I mean, you have Americans, but Europeans. You had Americans coming from Israel just for a gap. They had, like, before Pesach, Bachram and girls from seminary. Israelis, the tourism there is insane. So you were there at the beginning of Nissan. We were there at the beginning of Nissan, yeah. And, um, and did you have the pizza with the potatoes on it and everything? Of course, you had, you had of every course. variety. <laughs> like something you would ne- you'd never one. eat that in Crown Heights. You'd never have potatoes on pizza here, but you had it there in Rome. Surprisingly, you do have it. Really? Actually, uh, there's actually one here in, not Great Neck, um, New Hyde Park, near, yeah. near LIJ. It's called um, Oh, that's Olive right. Tree. I know that place. I think they call it they call it the Russian Slice. They call it something like that. And it has the potatoes it on it. It has potatoes and barbecues. It's, yeah. it's, it's, but they're very innovative out there. They, they That specific yeah, place yeah, really has... A variety, sure, but you, yeah. ha- you have a few places that I've tried to copy it. I don't know if as good, right. but it's very different style. Did you ever consider a Milchix magazine for the nine days? Oh, yeah, <laughs> not a chance, right? This is going to uh, remain no, it's once not about a considering year. Considering it, it, people don't always realize what goes into it. It's, right. uh, it's, and also, summer people want to see the barbecue stuff, and also during the nine days a- area of the calendar, you're already starting to look forward to Yuntif and yeah, end nine of days. Summer, I mean, even now we're already we're already focusing on Rosh Hashanah right. and Sukkot, two separate issues. But um, nine days. I mean, every issue, even the Fleshix ones, has a lot of power of stuff. Also, a right. lot of fish. Anyways, there's, there's usually good options out there. We also have the app available, so people are using that. Um, all the recipes are on the app. When does the next one come out? Beginning of July? Next one coming out. There's a June issue coming out, oh, June, wow. uh, June 14th. Regular meat, the whole thing. Regular meat. Actually, it's Italy part two. Oh, wow. We didn't the realize. places. We, that's it. We didn't yeah. realize how much we were trying to cover and squeeze in. And uh, we said, you know, we're going to separate it with milk and Fleischig. So we got the whole Rome side going here. The next issue is covering um, Amalfi Coast, Tuscany, and, um, and Florence. And all of those restaurants that you visited... Uh, not that this should be a shock to anybody. It is Europe, after all. Not only are they focused on delicious meat dishes, but they accompany every meal with great wine. A lot Incredible of wonderful wines. bottles. I'm sure you tried out a whole bunch. I mean, it, things are nice here, and people certainly order wine with dinner, but not to the point that they're doing it over there. Actually, it's funny that you bring that up, because when we were driving down to the Amalfi Coast, we stopped on the way at a winery, and we did a bit of a tour, and, uh, and we had some lunch. Very interesting lunch. It was probably one of my best meals. <laughs> Literally, fresh vegetables from the grown from the area, olive nice. oil from the from the vineyard. We brought some baguettes and fresh cheese. That was the whole thing. But they had like a gift shop, and people were coming in with these five gallon plastic container. I don't know if it was five gallon. I'm making that up. I don't it was know. Large. like a big, large <laughs> container, their own container, plastic, to fill up wine. 
this winery makes wines and make a bunch of red wines, but they make they use a lot of Muscat, which is a white wine. Right. Um, and people come and make their own blends. But I asked them, what's with the plastic containers? I mean, isn't wine supposed to age? You want to have either a barrel or a bottle yeah, or something? Bead glass or something? He's like, these people are coming two, three times a week to refill that. They drink wine every, every single meal. meal. It's, right. like, it's like... It's not water, right. but, you know, that's... It's our soda, basically, or, exactly. or what soda was 10 years ago, you yeah. know, where it's at every single meal. It's really part of the culture there. Right. Yeah. You know, I noticed some of the old-time shuls, and I, I, I have to imagine I'm right about this. Some of the old-time shuls, I don't know about Crown Heights, they do not serve, at certain kiddishes, they do not serve drinks. Only, only wine and whiskey. They will not serve soft drinks. And I, and I said to myself... I thought I, you were going to say no Coke, no soda, just seltzer. Right. But well, maybe no. some seltzer. But I, I think it's a, uh, it's a um, holdover from the prior generations who, when they came from Europe, really... Uh, even my parents, I remember to an extent, were a little surprised at how much we wanted to drink <laughs> during a meal. Like, you know, it, it was sort of like that was not... You know, I mean, you know, today, today's generation, you're just refilling your cup constantly with whatever it's it interesting. is. I mean, I think even according to the Rambam, one of the ways you're supposed to eat, you're supposed to finish eating and drink after. You're not right. supposed to do it together. Right. I guess so. we, we kind of missed the, the memo on that one. Well, Americans don't do everything <laughs> right. What do you want? <laughs> That's one of the things we've learned. We like to convince ourselves that we do. Shlomo Klein is here. Kosher Palooza coming up, and we will discuss it in its entirety in just a few minutes here at JM. And those who want to get Flashix magazine, what is the best way for them to do it? Flashix.com. You can subscribe. You can uh, When you subscribe, you get uh, access to the app with all our recipes. You can pick it up in your local Judaica store, kosher supermarket throughout the country. And um, it's a monthly publication. We do 11 issues a year. And um, try it out. I guarantee you'll enjoy it. Was that a, um, I don't want to say risk, but I mean, obviously you saw that there are magazines in the kosher world or in the Jewish world, I should say, that you know are purchased on the newsstand or in supermarkets every single week. Mm -hmm. So I guess it wasn't a stretch to say that you wanted yours on the same type of display. Yet again, you're depending on people to actually be proactive and buy it off the shelves. Is that a, uh, are people doing it on a, you know, regularly? People are doing it. I mean, listen, we've been doing this for, since 2010, when we started Batevon Magazine. Right. Back when there were no kosher food magazines. And we kind of learned a lot on the way. And uh, one of the things that we did learn was subscriptions are very important, but putting it in a store has marketing value. And uh, not, everyone, not everyone is willing to commit to, you know, a, a full subscription or they want to try right. it out. So, so you need both. You definitely need both. And you're, uh, you're at a point now where you're not worried about placement in a store. People who own the stores, they give prominent space to Flashix magazine. You'd be surprised what, um, what a challenge it would be for any new publication or right. any publication to get into Or any a new store. food product. Anything. Right? I mean, listen, kosher supermarkets today, well, I'm sure we're going to talk about the, yeah. the kosher, the kosher sure. scene, but they are inundated with new products, new magazines, new, new everything, and it's really challenging. Kosher supermarkets have become like the one-stop shop for everything. You can so what happens if I have a new product? And I'm talking about food now, not a magazine. If I have a new product, is it even possible to make inroads in so these I think, I think what people do, some people will go straight to the biggest distributors and try Get a meeting there and pitch it to them. Some people will go back with them. One hundred percent. Some people will go to the stores themselves. You know, you go to the big chains, the gourmet glots, the seasons, the, right. the, the evergreens. You know, the, the really big ones that have a few locations. You try pitch it to them and get it in. A lot of people you'll see do that. They actually get into 10, 20 stores and then they get picked up by a distributor. Right. But that's probably one of the biggest challenges. Speaking of challenges. I think I kept it. If not, I'm sure you'll be more than happy to get me one. Uh, you put out a restaurant issue. 
And I, I saved it because now that my wife and I have essentially become empty nesters or, 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 or very close to the official term empty nesters, I had this challenge to myself that during the summer we, cover should, it. we should take the magazine and try to go to as many of these as possible because okay. you, you really highlight a whole bunch of stuff because we were just talking about supermarkets a moment ago with the whole restaurant scene in our community nationwide has, has gone nuts, right? It's incredible. I mean, the restaurant scene has really exploded, and, and it's interesting to see. I mean, the, the, the menus have changed. Certain things have evolved. Like, 10 years ago, sushi was, like, a really big deal. Right. You would think, okay, it's going to die out and move on. What's the new trend? It's funny that sushi is still around, but it's, like, a whole new level. Right. You see these um, uh, omakases popping up all over and doing, and doing um, pair pop-ups in fancy restaurants. You're seeing the whole Wagyu trend. The, the trends are we're actually keeping up and doing what everyone else is doing. It's really impressive. It's pretty remarkable, frankly, and some restaurants are really getting it right. I mean, you know, I won't concentrate on those who are, you know, misstepping a bit, but some are really just, you know, playing at a high level and playing well. It's, it, it's incredible. I mean, I know this week there's actually um, Tabernacles bringing their winemaker from their winery. They're doing a whole special dinner at the restaurant, a six-course dinner with their chef. They have a new chef there that everyone's very excited about. Um, I was actually in touch with one of the restaurants for the New York Wine and Food Festival. Mm -hmm. They're ready to do a kosher event again, which hasn't been done for, I think, about eight years. They did one about eight years ago, and they're ready to do that again. I think, uh, I think we're making some noise. To say the least. Shlomo Klein is here, Flacious Magazine. More importantly, he's the head of uh, Kosher Palooza and all the details about the June 28th event we will have for you in just a couple of minutes. Let's just go through some of the things you brought here. First of all, I don't know why these items okay. were among those that you brought, but you could, you could certainly... I'll tell you why. You got a Flacious swag bag. A Fleischig swag. Yeah, bag. you guys, you got some of nice our favorite. Nice bag, by the way. Nice, yeah, thank very you. nice bag. So and why is there a Haggadah in there? Was that a free gift that you were giving out to people? That was it was a swag bag from before Pesach, apparently. Nice, yes, because it's beautiful. This one. Yeah, so generally, I mean, you'll find the it's pretty much products from um, our clients, you know, right. throughout the year. So Mosaica actually supplied that. I think we had an event in AJ Madison for a cookbook launch. Nice. Um, so that's why you have a Godel, or you have some Chometz items there also. But I, I, I wanted to make sure that we had a few Lachaims there. I mean, we're coming to a new place and all. I was like, you gotta, we've got to be able to break open something. Amen to that. You brought me to Jack's Gourmet Bold Italian Seasoning, which uh, seems to be a very popular item. This is, the, And what a trend this is. Uh, I actually made Kiddush on a can. I, don't worry, folks. I poured it into a Kiddush cup. But on a can of wine this past Friday the whole, night. The whole can trend yeah, has been it's growing unbelievable. like crazy. Who thought it would catch on? I think COVID helped them, frankly, because yeah. of the separate you know, servings, because sure, everyone got sure. their individual can. But nonetheless, uh, it, it's been amazing. And this one is a Thomas Ashbourne Craft Spirit. I never even heard of this one. The Perfect Cosmo by SJP. Which company does it even come from? Thomas Ashbourne is a company. SJP is Sarah Jessica Parker. Ah. Each, each mix, you'll see there's also margarita with right. different celebrities kind of they created with Ashkocha with Ashkocha it's fascinating but you mentioned cans yeah um, growing up in South Africa my mother had a collection of um, of you know little uh, mashkas little uh, whiskey bottles and right. and like on the, the airlines they used to give out correct right. but she had a big collection my right. father once brought back two cans it was I think it was Stolichnaya cans of vodka. vodka that was like mind blowing I, I don't think I've ever seen I saw little bottles of vodka from but so the, the the can trend started back then, but now now you see wines, you see yeah. different, you see fancy. I mean, you see white wines and rosés. You see the cocktail mixes. It's correct. Like, and ironically, if I'm not mistaken, I think the first cans in this newest revolution came from South Africa. I think they the J folk, the J folk, right? Wasn't right. that the first ones? Yeah, they had they had the they did the rosé. Yeah, they had the so rosé. So as much as Bartonura and others are now doing it, they were the first ones to introduce it to our market now. Okay. 
We can be proud of that. I guess it's like five, ten years ago in that area, something like that. Yeah. You brought me the brand new Flacious, Mag- Flacious Magazine. I guess we'd call it a water bottle, right? Mug, water bottle. Yeah, water bottle. canteen, yep, water yep. canteen. So yeah. Water canteen. So I have this one now <laughs> to replace the old <laughs> the old mug that we had that we mentioned earlier in the show. Our friends at Mosqueo, right? Pronounced it properly? You pronounced it properly, yep. A delicious coffee liqueur. This stuff's really good. And, the, and what we've said about Mosqueo, M-I-S-C-E-O, is that it has uh, the largest alcohol content of any chocolate liqueur. Is that correct? Um, that I believe that is what... Uh, that's a big selling point. That's a big selling point, yes. And it tastes great, by the way. I've had it, and it tastes... It absolutely- tastes great. You can drink it by yourself. You can put it into, uh, into desserts. You can bake with it, cook with it. You've also brought over the Gaia uh, decaf blend. These are the... Uh, Those are coffee bags. The brew coffee bags. brew bags, which we've spoken about on these airwaves uh, a great deal. Uh, I know for a while they were sort of off the shelves. Are they back? Are they stronger and bigger and better than ever? They're definitely available online. In stores, oh, it's nice. a bit of a... I think there was a bit of a challenge there. I'm not, I'm not even sure. I'm not going to say. But one of the things, all the items you're seeing here will be at Kosher Palooza. So okay. anyone that hasn't tried them, you'll be able to try the cocktails, you'll be able to try the liqueurs. Uh, you have to be over 21. This is the uh, shaken, not stirred, um, <laughs> James Bond reference. There you go. Flaschick's magazine container. What is this called? This is a... That's a cocktail mixer. They, cocktail shaker. I knew, I, knew, I knew I'd figure it out if I asked you. And this one is another free gift that the Shlomo Klein of Flacious Magazine brought over. I guess your standard drinking cup, right? That's a martini. I think it's called a martini oh, shot glass. Oh, it's a martini glass. shot glass. There it goes with know. the liqueur. I guess you've been told just how much uh, time I spend on those martinis after work, huh? <laughs> and <laughs> you brought along you brought along some California gourmet vegan and soy-free chocolate chips. And that... High quality it's chocolate hard to, chips. It's hard to believe how many people in our community are, in fact focused on vegan and soy free items right that's something I that's a new trend right we're gonna have to get uh, oh 100 that's that's a, that's a very very big trend i mean the next time you're picking up is also but uh, we're gonna have to get your wife to bake something out of that i really wonder if we're gonna end up with a with a large uh popular vegan kosher restaurant reliable hashkacha in New York City, at some point, I That's wonder. Interesting. There are, there are a bunch of them, but they're all in, they're all hashkachas that people right. have questions about. Some will eat, some will not. But what what gets me about the whole thing is that <laughs> we talk about the restaurant trends and the whole vegan um, uh, you know trend that's that's happening concurrent to the rest <clears throat> restaurant trend, and it's really the big steakhouses. And the massive dairy dishes, many of which, of course, are pasta dishes. Uh, some brand new restaurants now with unbelievable deli sandwiches. So as much as people, and I respect the fact that people want to eat healthy, it does seem the restaurant trend continues oh, for sure, in that for sure. direction. It's interesting. I mean, class, classics are definitely back. Classic, classic deli. Yeah, the classic deli is a big deal now. Even Israeli and Mediterranean even food. Even the steakhouses, like, if you look at it carefully, is, is, in my opinion, is even more popular than it was a few years ago, as much as sure, it really never sure. died out. I saw actually an interesting sandwich. I forgot which restaurant it was. They were doing smoked tongue. It was, a, it was a $50 sandwich. They well, tongue it. in general is massive in terms of price. No, yeah. 100%, but it was, it was an interesting idea. They used sourdough. They made their own homemade, homegrown mustard, and they put on the tongue, and they put on... Onion jam in face. So I don't know, but people are spending fifty bucks on a, on a tongue sandwich. Amazing, I'll tell you. And uh, and I'll tell you another one which got me. I was at Yankee Stadium recently. Those of okay. you looking for a good baseball recommendation, and people know that if they pay enough money, they have the unlimited buffet, etc. But if you're yep. sitting in regular seats in Yankee Stadium, you're going to see different kosher stands around the stadium. There is a pulled brisket sandwich there. That's incredible, and that. 
is also okay. a relatively new trend. When did we even hear of pulled brisket being the center that, of a that kosher? Trend is, uh, I can't believe you're saying it's new, but it, it, well, it, it's I don't, not that old. It's just, I don't it, think Bernstein's, Bernstein's wasn't serving no, a pulled brisket sandwich. <laughs> no. That I would say. You no. know, it's, <laughs> they weren't. But, but, I don't even know if Mr. Broadway had one five years ago, a pulled brisket sandwich. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, pulled beef is like, whoa. <laughs> Isn't it something? But it's interesting to see even, even how pulled beef has evolved. I mean, from the basic sandwich right. to like the flatbreads and, right. the, and, 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 and the knishes and the uh, Correct. every little thing. And then in new innovations, what you stuff the knishes with and what you stuff all the, you know, what you put hot dogs in, etc. I mean, it, it, it's endless. And I know that, you know, there are channels, there are television channels dedicated to food. I don't know if you know that. So, so there are plenty of innovative ideas. Sure, sure. Uh, but it's just amazing to watch it happen in the Jewish world. And then finally, I think this is the final product you brought us. These are these are uh, treat bars, I would call them, from a company called Seventh Heaven. Now, have I heard of Seventh Heaven before? It's brand you new. You did, you did. They, we, they actually debuted at... Uh, um, the Jewish Food Media Conference before Kosher Fest last year, where we hosted at uh, sure. Sensacana, and what they did was they they were one of the sponsors. They gave all the people that came there two hundred people there, one hundred fifty people. I think right. about one hundred fifty. They gave everyone like a little plate with each one, and no wrappers or anything. And they basically gave it out to everyone for desserts, and no one had tasted it before. And they didn't tell anyone what it was. And afterwards, they did, and people were shocked. They couldn't believe that it was like parf. One is a dairy-free caramelized coconut. One is a dairy-free peanut butter and cornflakes. One is a dairy-free hazelnut cream and rice crisps. And one's a dairy crisps. And one's a dairy-free pistachio and halava cream. Which, by the way, is is interesting. A lot of people are not that into halava. I love halava, but a lot of people are not that into it. And yet, as you said, people found it really tasty. And it's from a company called Seventh Heaven. Is this in supermarkets? This is now in supermarkets. Again, they'll be at Kosher Palooza too. Kosher, he doesn't mean the second Kosher Palooza, folks. He means he'll also be at Kosher Palooza. <laughs> it is the first, the first annual and the inaugural Kosher Palooza. And that's our discussion now at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Shlomo Klein is here. He's the COO of Kosher Palooza. And of course, he and Schiffer Klein are responsible for Flashix Magazine. You can check them out online. All right. Way before. <laughs> These days, way before Camino Week, way before Kosher Fest announced that it's stopping uh, to cease its operation, you had come up with an idea uh, to bring, what was it, to bring consumers only, or you did have in mind consumer and trade? What did you have in mind with Kosher Palooza? Okay, it's obviously, it's, it's definitely going to be trade. There'll be trade people there. Right. But um, the idea was to make, so. to make a consumer show. By the way, people don't, we're in the industry, so people know right. what consumers mean. Sometimes we say consumers, and it just sounds like this interesting term. Basically, the idea was to make some kind of kosher food entertainment for everybody. Right. Something that's accessible to everyone, someone that everyone will enjoy. Anybody who eats is invited. Anyone that eats, anyone that's <laughs> passionate about food will have a good time. Um, we've seen over the last couple of years, we've gotten requests. You know, we throw these little um, events and conferences and, and um, live article dinners. A lot of times people want to be involved. They want to come or they, they sell out. There's definitely a lot more interest in kosher food entertainments. Right. You see, even in, not in, in the world we're dealing with, you see people are doing chopped competitions as a, as, a, as a birthday party. You see people doing cooking demos as a birthday party. Food has really taken a front, front and center in our lives. So we want to basically create a food festival that everyone would be able to come to and everyone would be able to enjoy. Right. And that, that's where the idea came from. Now, there are a couple of challenges out there, and we, sh we could be open and honest about that. Sure. Number one, um, some distributors and exhibitors, meaning the kosher companies nationwide, are sometimes skeptical 
about joining in and being part of one of these kosher fests, one of these big, you know, conferences that are, you know, supposedly going to attract thousands of people, potential buyers and consumers to their products. It seems from your list on Kosher Palooza that you have secured some of the biggest names in the industry to be with you on the 28th of June in New Jersey. Was it difficult to convince these companies to be exhibitors and partner with you? Okay, that is a good question. It definitely wasn't easy, but once I guess I pitched it to them and explained to them what we're doing, a lot of them were much more forthcoming. They were much easier because people, people okay, the way people do shows and uh, trade shows has evolved, especially in the kosher markets. The way people are buying and selling, we were talking about distribution right. earlier. Um, when a company, when someone comes out with a product, they're going to the supermarket, they're going to the distributors. It's not like you're going to, the, to a show to see what's out there as much. I mean, there still is that value. Um, so we decided having a consumer show, we would kind of, it's almost like having two birds with one stone. The, the companies that are coming really are having an opportunity to put their product in front, not in front of people, but literally in their mouths. Right. Um, whether it's a company like um, Jack's Gourmet, who's been around and he's putting, giving people a sausage that he's had for years, or he's going to show his new, case, his new products, or it's a company, a smaller company like Seventh Heaven, who just came and people are just starting to hear about, we've actually been very, very open and very easy. We, I, I keep telling people, this is a show for the people, by the people. I want everyone to have an opportunity to come. It's not, right now, it's not about money. Um, there have been people that, uh, they're sm most times smaller, you mentioned the big companies, the smaller companies kind of have a hard time with trade shows and events like this because they don't have the budget for it right. or they, they can't even keep up. Or they can't even get a good space because, they, you know, they're they, not they priority. Like they're overshadowed right. in, in different ways. So I really have been working hard with the smaller companies. Tell me what you need. We're going to somehow make it happen. So you're going to see a nice mix in that list of big companies and small companies. Second problem, and problem is the wrong word, but second challenge is that it's a weekday. It's a Wednesday, a weekday in June. And in order for this to be a success, you need a lot of people to show up. Are there enough consumers in the New York, New Jersey area uh, that are going to regard this as a must-go-to event uh, and to make it a success? Okay, that definitely is a challenge and uh, something we considered. And one of the ideas we came up with was to do it right when everyone sent their kids off to camp. You know, it's been, we, we had Pesach, we had Shavuos, no one really had a break. We are just getting into the summer, you know. Um, that attitude, middle period, right. And we felt like this is a good time, take the day, it's a full day, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., it's right. a full day, whether it's a date with your wife, whether it's going with your shviger or your, your mother, your siblings, your friends, take the day. And it's an and hour or two, you don't time. have to go the whole day if you don't want to. You don't have to, but I would advise you to because Oh, will there be enough a, going on? Besides the food side, right. which is crazy. I mean, we're going to have between 100 and 150 kosher food vendors giving out different food products. They are kosher cookbook authors doing cooking demos throughout the day, ah. every half hour. We're going to have cooking contests. We're going to have a mixology demonstrations, a bartending contest. We have the OU doing a kosher's panel, um, a live, live fowl, live poultry demonstration fish demos, filleting fish. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we really, we really, we've got entertainment throughout the day. One second, we're not even done. We have, do you like hot sauce? Can you handle some heat? Uh, I, uh, some. 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 Not, I'm not one of those serious, you know, 10 out of 10 guys. But. So we have, we have a full kitchen being put into that, that front demo area in uh, the Meadowlands. Right. 
and we're for the demos and for the different contests and uh, games. One of the things we're going to be doing, AJ Madison supplied us with a whole um, with appliances, appliances, and we have apron masters are going to be running it because I can't do everything. <laughs> but one of the things we're doing is a, bl uh, a blind taste test uh -oh. competition. You can have three or four people competing against each other. Blindfolded tasting things, trying to work out what it is. Really fun game. The other game we're going to have is actually a hot sauce competition. Hope the winner will be able to drive home. <laughs> that, that, I mean, listen, we'll have to wash it down with some, some, good, uh, some good alcohol, some, some good, good drinks. Scale. But the idea is basically each of you basically take a spoon, you try it, and you, you keep getting higher in heat and see how much you can tolerate. Oh, my gosh. That I'm not into. <laughs> We're going to see. By the way, you know, I mean, a lot of times you go to restaurants and they talk about heat and Jewish heat and right. kosher heat because right. – the kosher palate is not really correct. We, we don't us, tolerate heat that us much. Us Central Europeans are not really. Uh, <laughs> I, th I think actually that that booth. Now that I think about it, that's probably going to be a lot of fun. You should you should hear are a you lot kidding? of laughing over there. That's where we should do a live show. From <laughs> we, there we should we should. Uh, we'll see a lot of red faces. Uh, that's to say the least. Um, so when is that schedule? Is that schedule going to be online soon for people to see the demos and so all the different? So there's things? already a lot of information online. The exact schedule will be in the in the next week. Or, yeah, in the next couple of days, you'll see the full schedule. And the third thing I would say, frankly, and uh, not to in any way uh, belittle how important this is to the I average. I have a feeling I know where this is going. People want to come and they want to get their money's worth. They want to oh. come and they want to get enough products to bring home. They don't want to be limited in what they're allowed to take from the vendors as long as the vendors cooperate and want them to you know, have different varieties of each item, et cetera, et cetera. Will people be able to come and leave with full bags of stuff? Okay, so the, I mean, the vendors that are coming are all very much aware that this is a consumer show. A consumer show means people want to come try stuff. They want to come take home a sample, right. see what's going on. Bring it to their family. So yes, there will be tasters. There will be samples. People will be leaving with bags. We actually have um, someone. There's always people giving out bags, but there will That's be right. bags available. Look, frankly, it's one of the fun parts of the whole thing. A hundred percent. It's it's uh, yeah. Where you did you think I was going? Which problem did you think oh, I was going? I thought going? you were going with the milky fleshic problem. <laughs> right. But but that's been pretty uh, – that, that's really been – We have experience. But, again, right. this is for the regular, regular people that ha may have not done this before. Right. Understood. But that has been fleshed out over the years that those who uh, are – the one who have made, found a way to make a plan. <laughs> Correct. Now, are you going to cooperate? Are you going to make sure that dairy is accessible yes. first before they get to parve and, uh, and meat? Not, not, not first. But what we're going to do is we're actually going to have the, the dairy – Booths will be on one side, the flashing ones uh, on the other. Down the middle will be the alcohol and the drinks and parv. And people do tend to walk into the room to the right. So I'm assuming the dairy is going to be on the right side. I mean, that's usually this is how a flashing event, so maybe we put the flashing on the right. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I should have jumped to any conclusions. That's for sure. Yeah. How much does all this cost? A consumer can come and spend the entire day with the exhibits and with the free food and meeting all the vendors and finding out and having a great time for how much money? Tickets are one forty nine ninety nine. I will say that there are plenty influencers, we didn't even get to that yet, but there are influencers and cookbook authors who are offering um, um, discounts. We also have, in the next, uh, hopefully tomorrow, there will be a special running. Um, I can't disclose too much, but again, stay tuned. It will be all over social media. Mm, interesting. Um, but yes, we actually have influencers flying in from Israel, Canada, Chicago. People that are familiar to this audience. Um, I, I keep saying influencers. I'm talking about cookbook authors. I'm right. talking about people in the food industry. Right. Um, the show, the, 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 the festival is also the day after the fancy food show. So you will have... Ah, that's good timing. That, that we have a lot of people in our community who go to that show. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But then you also have people coming in from across the country right. for that. They obviously want to come see what's new in the kosher market. Very cool. All right. So if we're going to do a promo code okay. later today which uh, you guys could set up on the web. It should be radio. 
radio. Promo code radio. And that would save people. That's going to save, well, that will save people $20 off a ticket. 20 that's all right. That's You're coming with five people. That's yeah, 20 bucks off each ticket. You can't. All right. So later today, I'll let everybody know. Later today, when you go to the kosherpalooza.com website, promo code radio is going to get you a $20 discount uh, on tickets to the event. And I'm assuming that's the only cost. In other words, once someone pays for a ticket, there is nothing else they're going to have to pay for the rest of the day. That is, that is it. That is it. I'll tell you what. Um, Although I, I would guess some of these people will have their books for sale, etc. I would assume. The cookbooks, oh, yes, yes. Right. The cookbook authors will nobody be has to buy people's that. cookbooks, meeting right. them and stuff like that, but they will be selling cookbooks. Right. Um, no, there won't be anything else that – everything else, it, it, it's it. all inclusive. Right. There's parking there. Uh, parking does fill up so people might have to walk to the Walmart parking they lot. Do you know have, the they do have a lot of alternate parking areas. So, yes, and so it's pretty – you know, it's warm weather now, so it right, shouldn't right. be an issue. Uh, just follow the instructions. The one thing I will say, and this is something that bothers me, so I'm just going to bring it up. Like yeah. when you go to the, you got a lot of times you go to events. Even if you go to Simchas, there's always, it's inevitable. You have a lot of people. There's going to be a line at some point. Right. Um, so at such shows, there's always a line for people to get their tickets just to uh, before they're getting in. We've said, you know what, we can't avoid that. But what do we do to make it more exciting? We have a whole, the whole entrance is going to be filled with popcorn and slush and cotton candy and and music. We want to make sure people are happy all day. So even if someone's standing around for 10 minutes... You're standing have, around, get they'll started. Have so, they'll have something to enjoy. That's it, that's it. Very smart. And the idea is also, I, I want people to leave feeling like they, did not be, they weren't able to cover it all. There really yeah. is going to be a lot happening, and uh, I, want, I, want to, I want to leave people with an appetite for next year. <laughs> I like that. Kosher Palooza happens in New Jersey. What do we call it officially? The Meadowlands Exhibition Center? That's, yep, that's it. You got it. The Meadowlands Exposition Center, which is in Secaucus, New Jersey. It's not in the quote-unquote Meadowlands. in Secaucus, New Jersey. Uh, and those of you familiar, again, with shows from the past, you, uh, you know exactly where it is. Those of you not familiar, it's pretty easy uh, to learn where it is. Just go online to kosherpalooza.com. Again, kosherpalooza.com. From the classic brands your grandmother grew up on to the innovative artisanal brands you haven't heard of yet, it's a show you won't want to miss. And if you take a look at some of the uh, logos, some of the company names that are associated with this show, you will see exactly um, just how uh, a great a list it is of exhibitors that are going to be part of this kosher palooza. You'll also be able to eat and drink and meet and greet and watch and learn and have a blast with all these social influencers and the cookbook authors and people are going to be doing demonstrations, as we heard, and to meet a lot of folks that you probably have seen online but have never had a chance to meet in person. And once you purchase your ticket and get into the arena, you have no additional cost, unless, of course, you want to buy one of the cookbooks, etc. But that's it. Everything that we discussed, uh, you could be part of for just the cost of a ticket. Kosher Palooza is happening on the 28th of June. It is a Wednesday from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. in New Jersey. Again, it's a Wednesday. Circle the calendar so you know to be at the Meadowlands Expo Center in Secaucus that day. You can purchase tickets right now by going to kosherpalooza.com. Again, kosherpalooza.com. And later on today... Use code radio. Can you do that yet? or uh, We're going to set up in the next hour. In the next hour, you'll have a promo code radio to save you $20 off of tickets. Again, promo code radio will Will save you twenty dollars on tickets to Kosher Palooza. Uh, I'm not even going to spell it. I think it's so obvious. Kosherpalooza.com. Kosherpalooza.com. Shlomo Klein. Is there anything else that we should add that we haven't covered this morning? You mentioned the location, so it's yeah. So when you mentioned it, I was like, 
it's um, people may not be familiar with the area. Again, we're we're in trade. We've been right. to different shows and exhibitions there. Um, one of the things that are actually very nearby is American Dream Wall. Right. I have someone flying in from Canada with her family. That I guess is a simcha, and she was telling me she's staying nearby. They're going to send the kids to the mall to the amusement park while her and her husband come and hang out for the day. Very smart. So that's yeah, that, that's that's a really good option there. <laughs> Another interesting thing has been. I'm dealing with the vendors. It's just fascinating. Diff- dealing with the different vendors. Obviously, some have been featured in Inflation Magazine or worked with us before. Others are a bunch of new ones, um, new brands, new products. It's interesting to see different partnerships, whether it's coming up now or like existing partnerships. Um, I just noticed now that Gaia and Mascao, like their request was to be next to each other. I'm assuming they're going to be doing something together, playing right. off the coffee and the liqueur. You have, um, we had a specific, uh, L'Chaim Bison. Oh, by the way, we should actually talk about some of the, the companies that are coming. L'Chaim Eats is doing something with Bison. And they, they actually have Bison on the menu at Wall Street Grill. So they wanted to be next to each other. I guess they're feeding off that. But we're actually going to have some really fascinating products. I just, I, I keep distracting myself. Please. <laughs> we're we're going to have, we have Holy Wagyu coming out of Texas. That's kosher Wagyu meat. They're going to be coming and displaying and giving out Wagyu. We have, um, we have a lot of prime. Well, what meat does that com- mean? When restaurants in this area get Wagyu meat, they're getting it from a Texas place, or yes, yes, yes. Holy Wagyu is, I think, the only. It's, not, it's probably the only commercial um, kosher, Wagyu kosher Wagyu provider. Beef. There are certain. There are some restaurants who do their own shchita, but it's been on and off. It's uh, right. It's a little bit. It's it's tough. It's not easy. Um, is it that good? Have you had it? I no, I definitely have had it, and it is that good. It is that good. You'd be surprised there are certain cuts of meat that are extreme. I mean, it's fatty. That's ultimately that's right. what it is. So if you don't like fatty meat, it's like people with, the, with sushi and tuna and that like really right. toro, eat toro, chotoro, it's really fatty. So you have to appreciate that. Um, it, usually, it usually has a more uh, gamey, a more earthy flavor. But uh, it's an experience. Have you uh, appreciated the sous vide method or not? Oh, I, of course. Have for you? Sure. Yes. I have not gotten into it. I okay. just don't enjoy it as much as I like uh, the way meat's been prepared, been prepared for years. <laughs> okay, no, no. Incredible um, a response to Flashix magazine really throughout the entire world, not just here in the United States. Go to kosherpalooza.com. Again, go to kosherpalooza.com and get all the information immediately. Get all the information. Yeah, we, we dropped only for, thank God, half a minute. No problem. Uh, get all the information about the upcoming event happening on the 28th of June. Again, kosherpalooza.com. Get all the information. It's happening Wednesday, June the 28th. And our commitment, as I said to Schiffer and Shlomo, is that we will continue uh, on a regular basis between now and the 28th of June, updating this audience as to what to expect on that very special day coming up in New Jersey at the end of June. And I thank you very much for joining us Thank this you. Morning. Thank you for having me. And we look forward to uh, schmoozing and eating together in the Netherlands. Yeah, you're going to, I'll tell you, there are going to be a lot of people there who are going to be very into uh, all the delicious treats that are going to be available that day. Everybody out there, get your tickets. Use promo code radio at kosherpalooza.com. More coming up. It is a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Shelo do 
J.M. in the A.M. Wedding medley done by Chaim Avital. Before that, I.A. Kunzer's brand new one, Pisculi, Akolotova, done by Yoni Z. Welcome to a J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning broadcast. Thanks, everybody, for coming out to the parade yesterday. Our parade broadcast was pretty amazing. Brought to you by the Rothenberg Law Firm. Thanks to the Rothenberg family, InjuryLawyer.com. Uh, big thank you to our friends at Eden Walk. Provided a phenomenal lunch. Eden Walk Kosher in Midtown on East 34th Street. Thank you, Kevin and staff. Really amazing. A special thank you to Robbie Zeitz. He uh, brought over a, uh, yesterday at the parade, he brought over a, um, a delicious charcuterie board from koshersmokedmeats.com. It's R-N-Z, koshersmokedmeats, koshersmokedmeats.com, koshersmokedmeats.com. Check it out. Um, check it out. Koshersmokedmeats.com. Uh, so a really nice parade broadcast yesterday. Thanks to everybody who was part of it and uh, to everybody who was so enthusiastic up the avenue on Fifth Avenue in New York City. Great to see so many folks come out to support Israel and celebrate Israel. Um... Tomorrow, Isaac and Rubenstein, a new Music Alert Tuesday. Isaac and Rubenstein join us from Israel tomorrow. Again, a new Music Alert Tuesday tomorrow here at JMNAM. On Wednesday, Rabbi Dr. Jacob J. Schachter, Rabbi Dr. J.J. Schachter joins us. Uh, Operation Benjamin, which is something we've discussed on the air with Shalom Lamb. He is back from the Memorial Day trip, which is pretty remarkable, frankly. And we will discuss that with him uh, tomorrow morning, excuse me, Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning at JM in the AM. And I'm told that Steve Adelsberg, who was also on the trip, is going to join us for that conversation as well. So that'll happen in our T-Next studio on Wednesday. Very much looking forward to it. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? Srilly Green is next. Brand new JM in the AM. Alte hebegas het het kalube enegu. 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 
Hashem, Fiagiti la seco, 
Good morning, master of the world. Good morning, master of the world. I boy Good morning, master of the world. I boy
There are times when I stand by a mirror to take a close look at myself and the face that I see looking right back at me wishes it was someone else But there is only one you a fragment of light from above that would joyfully serve and cling to our shell If only it knew the depth of his love Time to leave your cocoon my dear butterfly Show yourself and the world just how very high You can fly, you can soar once you unlock the door And Hashem will be there at your side And Hashem will be there There are times when I hear music playing But it's more a lament than a song I'm so used to the pain of its tragic refrain that whispers you don't belong But there is only one you and a shaman most precious and sweet Our lives are a chorus in praise of Hashem Your voice is missing, the song's incomplete. It's time to leave your cocoon, my dear butterfly. Show yourself and the world just how very high. You can fly, you can soar, once you unlock the door. Hashem will be there at your side. And Hashem will be there at your side I've been told every soul sent from heaven has its very own mountain to climb Though some do prevail Many stumble and fail And I know not which fate will be mine But there is only one you With the calling of your The road may be long, a test of the heart. But you'll never, no, never have to walk it alone. 
Hashem will be there at your side. Yes, He'll always be there at our J.M. in the A.M. It is a Monday morning broadcast as we head back to school and back to work and uh, wrapping things up with uh, Ty Gersberg and Ms. Marla Soda. Butterfly from A.B. Roddenberg and Shalom Lemmer before that. Avremel had the brand new Boker Tov. Ellie Marcus with Hashem Svasai. Strolly Green and Birchos Hedyot. And I thank you all for tuning in. Achenu Yisrael and Achim our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSingle.com. On the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. 
wraps up an amazing Monday here at JMM. My thanks to Shlomo Klein. Go to kosherpalooza.com. When you get your tickets, make sure to use promo code radio, kosherpalooza.com. When you get your tickets, make sure to use promo code radio. Tomorrow, Isaac and Rubenstein join us from Israel here at JMM. Make sure to be tuned in for that. And thanks so much for listening. Uh, the word is Netzach, right? Benji Kramer with Meir Me Lim. The word is Netzach coming up next. And at 10 o'clock, Yoni and Seth with After Further Review. They'll talk about the world of sports, the NBA Finals, and more. All coming up between 10 and 11 Eastern time right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.